who needs to be fired and how do you know they need to be fired? The first person to check with is yourself. Now fire yourself. <laughs> fire yourself. Welcome to the GrowAbility Podcast, teaching business and nonprofit leaders a more excellent way to run a business. Visit growability.com for your leadership, coaching, consultation, and business collaboration needs. Do you have someone at your office that needs to be fired? In this episode, Joshua and Bernie discuss some important decisions that need to be made before you fire someone. This conversation will be continued and completed in episode 10. Here are your hosts, Joshua McLeod and Bernie Anderson. Well, we've been talking about building the right team and how to build the right team. And I, I think what we talked about last week was so incredibly helpful for people. Here's a question I have for you today. What happens, and, I, and thinking about this, Joshua, particularly if a leader gets put into a place where all of a sudden she's got this team that she's never had to deal with before. And this leader has got this team and she's like, these aren't the right people. Like, yeah, this team is not the right team. And I'm going to have to fire some people. How do you fire people? Firing somebody is challenging. There, there just is no easy way to do it. You know, I think of that. There's that book that's the children's book. We're going on a bear hunt and they come across all of these obstacles. And so, you know, they come across a big mud puddle and they're like, well, we can't go over it and we can't go under it and we can't go around it. So we're going to have to go through it. Firing someone for an organization is one of those things where you can't get around it. You just have to go through it. In light of what we were talking about last week, and the critical importance of making sure that every one of your team members has incentive to be working there. They have very clear expectations of what they're supposed to do, and you have very good communication with them. Before you fire someone, the thing you want to consider is, have I given this employee the right incentive? Have I given them clear expectation? And have I been really good at communicating where they stand, how things are going? I think the thing with that is it needs to be the incentive expectation and communication needs to be written down, logged. Like it can't just be, I feel like I've given some good incentive <laughs> yeah. and I feel yeah. like I've been communicating and you should know it needs to be clear. Let's say you've done that. You've got incentive, you've got expectation, you've got communication, but you still have to let somebody go. Who needs to be fired and how do you know they need to be fired? The first person to check with is yourself. Now fire yourself. <laughs> fire yourself. So I was teaching a collaborative and one of my favorite collaborative members ever, her name was Anne. She runs a, a really cool company and her company is a product company. So they create products, they produce the products, they distribute the products. We were talking through about, she's like, well, I'm the only full-time employee at my organization. I started the organization. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So let's ask the question, which are you good at? Are you good at creation? Are you good at production? Are you good at distribution? She's like, really good at creation, really good at production. And then like the light bulb goes on and she's like, I need to fire distribution and creation and is awesome. Production and is awesome. Distribution and needs fired. Distribution and doesn't really like to do the packing. We are very likely doing a job in our organization that we need to fire ourselves from. For me, it was a scheduler. I'm not the best scheduler in the, in the world. And so the challenge was, well, dang, if I hire a scheduler, now I'm going to have to pay somebody like 15 to 20 hours a week. But when it comes straight down to it, I'm not 
as good at scheduling as a scheduler would be good at scheduling. Mm -hmm. So the first step that I did in that, I fired scheduling Josh. Then I hired Andrea to do my scheduling. What I found was, was like, oh my, now my schedule just got a little bit busier. So then what happened was I'm finding that with my clients, it was difficult for my clients to get on my calendar. Now my clients are like, dude, I can't even get a hold of you for like three weeks. You're like so busy now. And I was like, oh, after that, I started thinking, well, I can move Andrea into another position because she's a rock star and I want to keep her on the team. I'm going to move her over to do this other task and actually used a technology to replace me. So now I use Calendly. And so I set up all of the availability on my calendar where I can go. So my first step was let me hire a person. But when I looked at the position, having a person that I was paying 20 hours a week for was actually overkill because there's a technology that cost me like one hour of this person's time that could actually do the same job. So now all of my scheduling is done through this calendar app. But the most important thing is I fired myself. Whether you are distribution Anne that needs to fire herself and go get an intern from a college or hire somebody and pay them 10 bucks an hour to ship her boxes, or you're scheduling Josh, scheduling Josh needs to get fired. Before you start going and firing your team members because the job isn't getting done. Maybe the job is not getting done because you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. One of the ways that I know I need to fire myself, let's say I'm making $100,000 a year. The draw that I have on the business is $50 an hour. Well, if I can hire somebody for $10 an hour to do the thing that I'm doing with my time, I've just saved the company $40 an hour. And then it frees me up to go do $50 an hour tasks. Mm -hmm. So my scheduler can't do the $50 an hour tasks. On the flip side, I might have somebody who's incredibly talented at a $50 an hour task that does it twice as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. So maybe they cost the same amount as money, but they're getting two times the amount done in the same time. Well, I shouldn't do that. I should step out of that. So as a CEO, when you start a business, when you start a small business, if it's $25,000 a year employee, that's basically $12 an hour. If it's a $50,000 a year employee, that's basically $25 an hour. If it's $100,000 a year, that's $50 an hour. So just plug your time in and say, okay, is it worth me running to Staples and taking three hours to go and get the ink cartridges? Mm -hmm. So if I'm making a hundred grand, you know, that's 50, 50, 50. Well, I just spent $150 to go buy the ink cartridges that are going to cost me $150. (laughs) So it's $300. But if I send ink cartridge person to go do that, well, then I only spent, you know, $12 an hour and I spent $36 instead of $150 to go get the ink cartridges. And I think what what that's going to require is for you you being the leader, CEO, leader, entrepreneur of your organization, you're going to, you need to track your time. Like you need to know what you're spending your time on. And there's a lot of people in leadership who actually don't know how they're spending their time. And when they actually start tracking it, it's like, how am I spending 20 hours a week running errands around town? You know? Yeah. Is that 20 hours a week running around town worth 50 bucks an hour? Okay. So fire yourself get your hands out of some things that maybe your hands don't need to be in because you're losing money yeah. when you do it. Um, That's but who, exactly right. So, so who else do we need to look at? Like 
as far as firing. Yeah. And so before we get to employees, the second thing I think we should really look at and who to fire is actually our vendors. Your vendors are an incredible part of your team. If you have the wrong vendor when you are launching a business or when you're jumping into a business, basically it can shut you down. We make two big mistakes when we hire vendors. One is it's sort of like when you hire your team, we often hire vendors who are most like us, not necessarily the best at giving us what we need in our organization. We have a tendency to hire vendors as friends. I'm not really hiring a vendor. I'm hiring a friender. (laughs) And I want this person to be my buddy. You don't really want your buddy to be your vendor because when your vendor is overcharging you like two times, you need to be able to go to your vendor and say, I really like working with you, but you're twice as expensive as the next guy. And so you're gonna, I'm going to fire you unless you bring your costs down. So if your vendors are your buddies, I hate to say it, but fire them. Get a vendor that is not your buddy. <laughs> you know, you'll get a much better deal for your business. There's seven indicators that you should fire a vendor if and here's what they are. Number one is if it's not their primary business. Don't hire somebody that this is not what they do every day. When you have a vendor, only hire somebody that this is what they do every day. Your CPA should be a CPA every day. It's not, oh, I do CPA stuff on the side because it's kind of fun. The one that does it on the weekend all the time, it's not their primary business. So if it's not their primary business. If- make, make sure that your marketing person is also not your plumber. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly Fair. right. <laughs> the second question to ask when you're thinking about your vendor is, do they have a proven track record? Are they really good even on their worst day? Too many times we have a vendor where you hire them to start out with you. They're amazing in the first month, but then like three months down the road, it's like they totally drop off and they're not good. And that happens a lot of times because, you know, they grow and they needed to fire themselves in six different areas and hire other team members to do it, but they haven't done that. So now their service that they're providing to you is kind of rough. So first, is this their primary business? Second, do they have a proven track record? The third is, can they scale with you as you grow? So somebody that's going to design a website for a $100,000 organization and somebody that's going to design a website for a million-dollar organization are different. So when I'm working on the million-dollar website, I'm thinking about the cross-intersections with advertisement, with SEO, with marketing strategies, you know, video plans, things like that. On a $100,000 thing, I'm just – I need a brochure. I need a website so that I can give somebody a card that shows that I have a website. So it's the same thing with a CPA. Well, this CPA works with the mom and pops. This one works with the major corporations. At some point in a time, your organization is going to outgrow your vendor. So the CPA that was perfect when you were this size is no longer perfect when you're this size. Being able to recognize when you outgrow a vendor is really important. And this is, again, where it's like, hey, I don't want my my best friend to be my vendor. I want my vendor to be a professional that I'm glad to work with. But the only way that I keep working with them is if they scale at the same size that my organization does or they continue to service me at the level that I provide. 
The fourth thing is, are they always on time? We don't have time for vendors to not show up on time. The fifth is, are they proactive? Proactive vendors ask you the right questions, and then they give suggestions based on what the health of your organization is going to look like. So if you don't have proactive vendors, you know, you might want to fire your vendor. The sixth is, and this might sound counterintuitive to everything that I've just said, but do you like them? <laughs> Liking somebody and having them be your best friend is a different deal. If you just don't like them, you don't have to work with them. <laughs> Working with a vendor should be fun. And then finally, are they motivated? Do they genuinely care about your product or service? Are they good people? Are they people you want to work with? So after you consider whether you should fire yourself in different roles that are not your sweet spot, the second thing you should look at is firing your vendors that are really not in your sweet spot. If it's not their primary business, if they don't have a proven track record, if they can't scale with you, if they're late, if they're not proactive, if you don't like them and they're not motivated, then really you want to fire your vendors. So this is where, you know, as consultants, when we go into organizations, the team members are always worried like, oh, the consultant just showed up. I'm going to get fired. When in fact, the consultants, I think, you know, if they're a good consultant, the consultants are saying, hey, your employees need incentive and expectation and feedback. If you don't have that, your leaders aren't doing a good enough job for your team. The second thing is, if you have the right vendors for your organization, you're serving your team maximally. And if you have the wrong vendors for your organization, you're really impairing or diminishing the capacity of your team. You know, doing a, at least an annual vendor audit of going through and yeah. checking and making sure according to those, those criteria, that framework that you just gave, I think you would testify to the fact that a lot of organizations could save themselves so much money by just doing a vendor audit and firing the vendors that don't meet those criteria. Absolutely. Absolutely. This episode is part of a two-part series. Be sure to listen to episode 10 to finish the conversation. Thank you for listening to the GrowAbility podcast. We hope this episode helps you run your business in a more excellent way. The mission of GrowAbility is to equip leaders to flourish in their life and work by developing vision, rhythm, and community. Visit growability.com for more information and to talk with a GrowAbility coach.